Welcome to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Ben. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. And as always, we love hearing from all of you, your comments, your stories, ideas. Get a hold of us anytime, call or text 305-900-2363. Again, that's 305-900-2363. Or you can always drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining me behind the scenes today is my producer, sound engineer, and co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. However, I think, Tigger, you're going to be more behind the scenes today than in front of it. But we have a jam-packed show for you today. We're heading to our own kitchen, so we're going to get you rolling with a recipe you will not want to miss. But first, a few updates. We head to the field for this week's spotlight where our very own Heather Crowey has some amazing discoveries in Maryland to share that includes the story of a young girl already making waves as a future paleontologist. Heather, take it away. Beck, quite a catch has been done by a fisherman who finds a 15-million-year-old megalodon tooth in Maryland waters. It's even bigger than the one a nine-year-old girl found on Christmas Day. The tooth was reportedly discovered by Stephen Rollins on February 10th when he was shellfishing for oysters. His wife posted on Facebook with a couple of pictures saying, Quite the catch. Pulled in on February 10th with a load of oysters in the Chesapeake, by The Undertaker, owned and operated by Stephen Rollins, along with his first mate, Jeremiah Jerry Jordan. Now, Bambi shared this news on a couple other pages, along with three photos of her husband. The one photo shows him holding the tooth, and it measures five and a half inches to multiple reports. That thing is massive. The other images show Bambi holding on to it, and if you look at the picture, that tooth covers her palm and almost all of her fingers. Now, this tooth that he found is about a half inch bigger than the one nine-year-old Molly Sampson discovered, also in Maryland, on Christmas. She asked for waiters for Christmas so she could further continue her treasure hunt for fossils and shark teeth. And the day that they went out with a low tide was perfect conditions for her find. They were looking around in the water. She saw something big. She moved closer and tried to get it the first time. And then she went in deeper and just snagged it and pulled it up. It was massive. She was screeching. Experts have looked at Molly's tooth and have estimated it to be about 15 million years old. Now, Megalodon, which means big tooth, was an enormous fossil shark found in many seas during the Miocene and Pliocene epochs. Now, those epics are said to when global warming was starting to change some of our climates. So we're kind of going from the dinosaurs and moving more into mammals. And it was notable that in the two major ecosystems, the first appearances of kelp forests and grasslands were to be seen. So you talk about some awesome history that was found. Two finds in the same state of Maryland. What other discoveries are still out there that we have yet to see? This is just amazing. And I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but Molly wants to be a paleontologist. And that is phenomenal. A nine-year-old girl who always already has the directions of what she wants to do in her life and to come up with such an awesome find. Hey, just thought you might find that to be interesting. And we will catch you guys later. Bye. 
Wow. Thank you for sharing. What a find. And that crew was one of our own Benfield staffers reporting from the field. Heather Crowey. Thanks, lady, for the story. As always, know that we sure do enjoy hearing how all parts of the country are doing. So please, we invite you to call or text in your area's field reports. That number again is 305-900-2363. Again, that's 305-900-2363. Or you can always email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Our first story takes us to Pennsylvania. And you know what? After that last story from Heather up in Maryland regarding what they caught, I think, fishing, we're all getting the itch. While some of us are tired of ice fishing, others have been hitting the waters in warmer locations. And by the way, we are loving all of those pictures. A little jealous, I'm not going to lie. But here's a story that reminds you always weigh and measure those catches. Pennsylvania fisherman Richard Nicholson was fishing with his son when after a 20-minute fight, he reeled in using only a six-pound test line-end Live Creek Chub Minnow. Get this, his son assisted with the net, and it's a good thing he had one too. He caught himself an 18-pound, 14-ounce walleye. Yes, you heard me right, 18 pounds, 14 ounces. He was planning to eat it when his son convinced him they better take it quick to a certified scale. Good thing they did. It's not been made official, but shall be soon announced if indeed this walleye, as I said, weighing in at 18 pounds, 14 ounces, beats the Pennsylvania 40-year-old record set back in 1980. Congratulations, Richard Nicholson, regardless. And I'm really glad, you know what, you held off eating this one. Now that it's warming up in many areas, or there's those of us that are dreaming of it doing so, I wanted to share this story that happened last fall. It's a story that reminds us all to stay aware of our surroundings anytime, anywhere. For this one, we head to Utah. Last August, Utah archery hunter Lorian Elschutz was out in the woods hunting for spiked elk when a mountain lion ambushed her and the big cat attacked. She was walking a steep canyon when suddenly she smelled something dead, then out of nowhere heard crashing and felt a swipe across her leg. Using her hiking stick, she hit the mountain lion, causing the cat to back up while continuing to swipe three more times. The woman thankfully only suffered a bruise and a small cut from the initial attack. She did capture a 30-second video a bit later, which shows the mountain lion watching her intently from a short distance. She was not carrying a handgun and used her hiking stick to protect her versus the bow because that's what was already in her hand when she was ambushed. She said the lion followed her for about a mile before it ran off and believes that the mountain lion was eating at a kill site when she encountered it, which prompted its aggressive response. According to the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources, the state is home to approximately 2,700 mountain lions. Attacks on humans are rare, but they do occur, and the Utah DNR maintains a webpage that provides important safety tips to abide by in the case of a mountain lion encounter. And so that you are aware, breeding season with cats is similar to house cats. There isn't a designated time when it could happen. We just know that the gestation period is about 90 days. And when you do hear a cat scream or do that howl that they're known for, it could happen at any time of the year because of no set breeding time. As I started this story and mentioned, I'm sharing it again as many of us are excited to get back into hiking, fly fishing, and other spring hunting. So as I mentioned, stay aware of your surroundings. Stay with us, folks. You are listening to The Bend. And when we come back, we head to our own cabin's kitchen. And of course, we'll have more stories to share too. Stay where you are. We'll be right back.
Want to add just a little bit of spice to your event, your customer appreciation supper, your banquet, your meeting? Oh, yeah. Well, bring in us, your keynote speakers, hosts, MCs, a host couple. We'll make them laugh, even cry tears of joy. Call us today. Here is how we are changing things up on the bend. The fruits of our labors to the frying pan. We put those recipes to the test. Now, over the next few months, we're going to be testing out your submissions. Will we survive? Tune in next week. Last year, we got to meet Rob, Todd, and Jason, the crew from Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, and hear about their hunts. What can we expect on a hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters? We're a family-style hunt, and most of our hunters have come back five, six, since we've opened and hunted with us every year. Book your hunt today. Head to WobbleoCreekOutfitters.com. That is W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Wobbolo, located in southwest Missouri for your next turkey or whitetail hunt. Be sure to tell them Beck from the Bend sent you. Join the Celebration Nation. Never miss another national day. From National Pretzel Day to Junk Food Day, be notified about contests, coupons, and prize opportunities. NationalDayCalendar.com. Never miss a reason to celebrate every day. The calendar has been marked. Your aim is on point, and all that's missing is the clothes to take you to the next level. The TeleOutdoors.com specializes in clothes that fit, wicks, and move silently while providing comfort and durability. The TeleOutdoors.com. Welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, and do I have a treat for all of you? I am taking you, well, maybe it isn't a treat because we're talking cooking, and either you like it, you love it, or you know what, you just wish it would be a little simpler. Well, that's what we are going to attempt to do today with all three of those concepts, and that is why we are heading into my very own cabin kitchen and we are going to make mexican meatloaf but it's not going to be like your usual meatloaf we are aiming for a meatloaf that is portion friendly as we are all watching the waistlines you know we're getting ready for spring some of you are lucky enough to live in warmer temps where maybe you even have already donned your your shorts you've put your swimsuit on but some of us live up in the north and it's been a lot colder a lot longer than expected and so we are scratching around trying to figure out what can we make that utilizes meats that are in our freezer as well as some of those goods that are in our cupboards and that's where i decided to make mexican meatloaf so i have my muffin tin out that's right we're gonna actually cook these little loaves they're not gonna be little loaves this time they're gonna be little muffins so that they're the right portion size to help us control ourselves but then at the same time again we are utilizing all the good stuff that most likely may be in your cupboard already so what i've done is i've unthawed one pound of beef hamburger now you could substitute venison for this recipe if you would like but i've chosen to use ground beef i have that unthawed i have for the other ingredients i have worcester sauce i have minced garlic i prefer the raw version i have two eggs half of a green pepper, half of a sweet onion, salsa, my favorite salsa, my favorite cheese dip, cone salsa queso. So you might want to think of that. Salsa cone queso, I guess is what you might want to call it. Chili powder, cumin, and then a little bit of surprise. It's called awesome aju mix and more of that in a bit. Now I do things a little differently. Well, first off though, I do have the oven 
preheated and that is at 400 degrees. Now back to what do I do that's a little bit different. After I've already cut up my green pepper, diced up my sweet onion, diced up some jalapenos. By the way, I do throw some jalapenos in it because Tigger likes a little bit of heat. He likes things a little hot. So I have that already chopped up as well. Now I've taken my ground beef and I like to smooth it all out and then mix my ingredients into the beef. I really massage it into it. For some reason, for me, I feel like it gets a better flavor. So here we go. I have it all spread out, as I said, and I am adding in, I've already shook on about a half a teaspoon of this stuff called awesome au jus. I know, it, I just called it stuff, but it's this, uh, it's this seasoning called awesome au jus, and you can find au jus mix pretty much anywhere. And it's kind of my secret to keeping burger tasting that meaty taste, that beefy taste, because sometimes if you notice when you cook it, it tends to lose that. So I put that on there just ever so lightly to bring out that beef flavor. And then I also tend to like Worcester because it helps you, not necessarily that you want it to taste like an actual burger, like a pub style burger you would order. I just want it to again, have a little bit of that beefy flavor to it, not get lost in all the other seasonings. So I've put that on there. Now I'm mixing in and tossing in my uh, minced garlic here. I'm getting it out of the dish because like I said, I like to use the raw. Sprinkle that over the top. I'm sprinkling over the top of that my chopped up diced sweet onion. And now I'm massaging all of this into the burger. Okay, now I'm gonna crack and add in two eggs on top of that and massage that really well into the burger too. Now that you've mixed all of those ingredients in really well into the burger, and I know some of you may have noticed I haven't added salt or even just black pepper. Now you can, if you know that you are somebody with a palate that really likes that really salty flavors. However, because we are trying to watch a little bit of our sodium intake, I would rather have you add the salt after the fact because what's gonna happen with this beef mixture, you will get that salt still in it. On top of it, when we added a little bit of that awesome au jus mix onto the beef, there's some salt in there too, by the way. So now I have my pan and I'm taking a couple of little spoonfuls of my favorite salsa and putting that at the bottom of my muffin tin. Now my muffin tin, I already did spray and grease the pan really well. And now I'm just, yep, there you go. I'm just putting little dabs of the salsa into each of the muffin containers because then I'm going to, need to take about a tablespoon, a little bit more than that of my meat mixture and place that now on the top of that thin layer of salsa that's on the bottom of that tin. Now that you have the bottom of that muffin pan each with a spoonful of the beef mixture, you're going to kind of make a little dip in it, okay? So it's kind of like a little cup, a little dip. And now you're gonna spoon in a teaspoon or a hefty teaspoon of that, your favorite cheese dip. I tend to use a salsa, a salsa con queso cheese dip, a little, you know, chips and salsa with the cheese never goes wrong. I always put that in the middle along with the green peppers. And then I take that diced up jalapeno pepper and just a little bit in the middle of that. And then you're going to cover the top of each one of those little cups you made with the remaining beef mixture. Now that you have that top layer of beef mixture on top of each one of those little cups in the muffin tin, you're ready to put a tablespoon or so of your favorite salsa back on the top of it. 
And then you're going to place that in that preheated oven that you preheated to 400, but you're going to turn the oven back down to 350 to bake it. Now it's usually a good rule of thumb is 35 to 40 minutes per pound of beef. If you're kind of wondering about how long to be, how long you should bake this. So it all depends on how many pounds you decided to make. So we're going to toss this in the oven here for, like I said, about 35 to 40 minutes. We're going to see how it goes. If you're a crew that really loves cheese, one more thing you can do to kind of jazz this meatloaf up is to sprinkle it with some of your favorite shredded cheese that you like from Mexican, like on your tacos. You could spritzle that on the top of it. But if you do do that, I warn you, make sure you cover that muffin tin with some aluminum foil. Otherwise, your cheese will burn too fast. And you're going to want to leave that on there for the first 15 minutes of baking the meatloaf, meatloaf if you choose to put that shredded cheese on the top of it. All right, into the oven it goes. All right, it has been 35 minutes and our meatloaf muffins, Mexican meatloaf muffins look about perfect. Okay, here we go. Oh, and look at this. It's like the dog smelt the food. Here comes Tigger I've already. Been I've been listening to you do all this, so I'm anxious to, to Well, what do you think of you now you've seen them in the muffin size pan? Would you say that's not like the perfect portion? Oh, perfect serving size. Okay. But it's how many servings can one have is the question. Yeah, that's the okay. truth. That's the truth. Okay, let me guess. You're not even going to wait for these to cool, are you? No. You just want to try one? Yeah. Okay, let me dig oh, one out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Easy. You are, you're going to want to blow on this and cool it off, okay? Do not burn your tongue, all right? Okay. Don't burn your tongue. Okay, so just try it and just yes. sample this? Yes. Tell me, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> okay, that's incredible. I don't know. If, I don't know if your listeners can hear this. This is really, really... You had no idea. What, what do you think about the... Uh, who would have thought of putting queso? That cheese salsa in the middle I know. of your meatloaf. That is hot. Oof, I should have waited a little <laughs> bit. That is really, really, that is fantastic. Okay. Can awesome. you do like different? Because you put uh, ground beef in there, right? Yes. So you could do, could you do something different like chicken or something next time? You could Not that I don't love them. No, you could absolutely substitute this recipe like I told you in the beginning of the show with venison if you want to use up some of your deer meat but yes you could actually use say you wanted to go like think um enchilada wise you could instead yes use like a ground chicken meat oh or ground gosh. turkey meat if you're really trying to we lower your pork you could well I don't know about pulled pork it has to be ground it has to be ground it has okay. to be ground it has I to be ground but you can buy ground of course, ground pork. You can buy ground turkey. You could do any of those alternatives. I'm gonna have another one. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna call this one a success and get oh back to you from the studio. As slow down there. We do not that. need you joking. Sorry about that. We were having some audio difficulties there. Again, that was a simple recipe for my Mexican meatloaf. If you'd like more details, just get a hold of me. When we come back, we head back to the field for more updates and stories. Stay where you are. More of The Bend after this. The 
The hunt is planned. The guide is booked. The trip is blocked off in the calendar. But one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bugs, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. The world-famous Miles City Bucking Horse Sale for 2023 features one of the largest one-day match bronc ridings in the world. Sunday, May 21st at the fairgrounds, a PRCA-sanctioned event with 32 of the best bronc riders in the world riding for a $50,000 purse. Sunday, May 21st of the Bucking Horse Sale weekend, paramutual wagering also available. Find the schedule and tickets online, buckinghorsesale.com. In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD TV Now. Current ag reports, geo targeted weather, live streaming 24 7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD TV Now. Welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Now, let's head to the field one more time. Bend field staffer Heather Crowey is standing by with this update from Illinois. Hey, just wanted to call with a quick update with everything that's going on. Pretty much most of the seasons around here have gone out, with the exception of a few trapping seasons. We have groundhog, beaver, and otter still in. Make sure if you are successful in getting a river otter, you get that size tag ASAP. You can pick them up from anyone or any place that you get your hunting license over the counter. Those are a federal thing, so make sure you get that before you do anything with the river otter. Right now here in Illinois, the lottery has opened up for shotgun and muzzleloader seasons. For the lottery so make sure you get in on that also right now over the counter turkey tags for the spring hunting season have just come available so check the counties that you're interested in there are a limited number of tags still available over the counter and they don't normally last long so you can get them set up get ready to go also now that we are into March your license for the 2023 hunting year you can get those updated because the 2022s will be expiring at the end of the month here on the home front keeping plenty busy we're into calving season so i've been helping out there at the farm also right now i'm actually in the truck hauling corn sitting at line at one of the rail terminals and we are busy and as far as the taxidermy side for me, for Little Rack Taxidermy, the Illinois State Show is in Springfield. Now this is open to competitors and artists. Um, not everybody is from the state of Illinois. We draw in artists from Iowa, from Missouri, and others as well. So it is for the artists. However, they do open up the competition room to the public. Now those hours for public viewing are Saturday, March 18th from 10 to 4, and Sunday, 
March 19th from 9 to noon. So Beck, I know you guys been getting a lot of snow. Yesterday it was 60 and sunny here. Today, overcast 40. It spit snow on me and we're looking at being below freezing for our lows here for the next 10 days or so. Grass is trying to green up. I did go out and do a little bit of scouting for sheds. No luck there last week. Was just kind of tidying up everything from deer season, checking cameras, swapping batteries, and kind of looking for some signs of turkey, but no luck. No luck's on the sheds either for me. So you guys be safe, check your local regulations, see when your permits are available, what lotteries are available. Stay safe. Catch you guys later. We're going to call this show wrapped, folks. Thank you to my producer, sound engineer, co-host Jeff Tigger Earhart. Although I think he had a little bit of a break this week. You know, I think he got to do a little more eating than anything else. <laughs> Just had to give you a little bit of a rub there, Tigger. And thank you to Benfield staffer Heather Crowey and owner of Little Rack Taxidermy for the updates. As always, know that we sure do enjoy hearing how all parts of the country are doing. So please, we invite you to call or text in your area's field reports. That number again is 305-900-2363. Again, that's 305-900-2363. As y'all keep making those memories, be sure to keep sending them in. Send us those pictures. Send us those ideas, those stories by email, bendradioshow at gmail.com. And remember to always tag us on social media at The Ben Show. We love hearing and sharing your life with you. We want to see it all. Missed this episode or even part of it or want to hear past shows? You can find them all on our website, thebendshow.com. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Looking to change things up at your next event, conference, or awards banquet? Have us, Tigger and Beck, entertain your crowd. We are PRCA Pro Rodeo card holders, where Tigger is a pro rodeo announcer, and we are PRCA music directors. From MCs to the event headliner, public speakers to acting as a host couple, let us make your gathering extra special from ranching, cattle hunting, fishing, camping, and rodeo, plus so much more, including Did You Know That Tigger is also an auctioneer? Trying to spice things up? That's what I'm telling you. Think about having us. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, About You Photography, Buckstorm, Little Rack, Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wablo Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. And remember to keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch back if you can next week on The Bend. The Bend.